When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Bader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. Dan, real quick, I like Brian Robinson as a play this week for for the Washington in the backfield as well. I, I do too. I have him as the top twenty-four running back. Uh, I just because you know, again, volume, touchdown, the touchdown dependency. Uh, I definitely a guy I have in my starting lineup this week. Chris, this was the other New York team that you were trying to think of for the Sunday night game. It's the Jets and the Raiders. I, the, you guys, correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I, I misunderstood, but I thought starting week ten, the NFL had the ability to flex games out. Am I wrong about this? I thought so too. Because who in the hell, in the right mind, if you had the ability to flex this out, would actually stick the Jets and Raiders on Sunday night friggin' football? Like, I, like, if you had the ability to flex this game out, this game should have been flexed out. And it should have been flexed out for, like, the, the Niners-Jacksonville game or the Cincinnati-Houston game or something, anything. Jets, the Jets and the Raiders. Oof. Um, the Jets, by the way. On the road, and this is my underdog special. They're favored at minus one. I know, basically a pick 'em. I'm taking the Raiders at home. Like, we like the can the Jets move the ball? They do anything with Zach Wilson? Like the Raiders defense actually hasn't been bad. And we're talking about a team that looked like they had the weight of the world off of their shoulders last week. Holy crap! They were celebrating like they won the Super Bowl with Josh Daniels out of the freaking building. That was amazing. Uh, yeah. So uh, over under by the way, thirty six. Uh, we'll go ahead and. Uh, Take the under on that because this might be a nine to six ball game, which won't be great for fantasy. Well, here's what I want fantasy wise I want Brees Hall, he's my RB3. I want Josh Jacobs, he's my RB10. And then we had to talk about the wide receiver. So you probably have to play, but don't necessarily want to play. So we got Devontae Adams here. Chris, I know you're your fellow Devontae Adams owner. So I'm going to give this one to you and then I'll talk to Adam about Garrett Wilson in a second. But uh, ECR's got him at wide receiver 17. I got my wide receiver 24. 24 for Dante Adams. Now, that still means he's a starting wide receiver too, technically speaking. But I'm not going to have any confidence in this. The Jets are the number one defense against wide receivers. And yes, Ad- Adams has had a 31% target share with Aiden O'Connell. 31% target share for, for the year. Frankly, it hasn't really mattered who the quarterback is. Hasn't really amounted to much. And he hasn't finished inside the top 24 since week four. So why is he wide receiver 17 in ECR? I think it's more a hope that he could do something, but I think it's you look at this Jets matchup, and like he's alluded to, it's been terrible. I'm not so worried about Devontae Adams, I'm worried about the quarterback play. I mean, the quarterbacks have been a situation that quarterbacks don't preclude passes. We've seen great star quarterbacks be look average versus run defense versus Jets defense. So that's my concern. Devontae Adams, I think the target share could be there. I think the you know the opportunity and the sense of the offense will be there, but the, you can't score points. You're not necessarily getting big yards. Then what are you really going to do? So I'm with you, Dan, more of a receiver two, more of a receiver three, unfortunately, in this matchup because of the defense that you're facing. 
And it was very, it was very disappointing last week because I had Devontae Adams as a buy low. Now, part of it, I know, was game script. Like the Raiders came out, they blew the doors off of the Giants, didn't necessarily have to throw the football. Adams did still lead the way with the seven targets. I get it. Some of that was definitely circumstances. And Aiden O'Connell still showed that his favorite guy is going to be Devontae Adams. So we're not really too worried about as far as usage-wise goes. But it was still just very disappointing because he doesn't have a lot of great matchups until he gets to the playoffs on top of it. And he's got a bye week in week 13. So something to keep in mind at with Adams no longer on my buy low list. Garrett Wilson, Adam. This is another one. They got him at wide receiver 15. 15. I love Garrett Wilson too, but he's my wide receiver 25. He's not a must play wide receiver too. He's a flex play. I, I know. Look, he's 32% target share. Talk about Adams at 31, 32%. By the way, these numbers, if you don't know for target shares, these are elite numbers. These are like, these are what you're supposed to get out of your top five wide receivers in the entire league 31 and 32% team target shares. Just, just, just an FYI. The usage is there, but he's still only been a wide receiver three. He hasn't scored a freaking touchdown since week two. And the Raiders are seventh least fantasy points against the wide receivers. So why is he a wide receiver too at wide receiver 15? Adam, what do you got here? Well, what's fitting about this is you said their uh, their target shares are 31 and 32. I believe they're also wide receivers in points per game, 31 and 32. Um, oh, so explain be. to me about how that works, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, I, I I don't, you know, I don't think you're wrong. I and I don't think for Zach Wilson this gets much better I think that there's you know some things to be hopeful for when it comes to uh Devontae Adams I, I you mentioned the game script I think um you know Pierce is is a lot more simple and just let's get ball to star players I think that is his goal uh, I don't think he's going to get much deeper than that trying to overthink things which is something that Hackett does do he do- will overthink everything will not dumb it down to Brees and Wilson get ball nothing else happens Um, and obviously the Zach Wilson of it all between those things, I don't know how much better it gets for Garrett Wilson, who looks awesome, by the way, when he does actually get the ball. Um, just if anyone was curious about that part of it, uh, I I said it before with Hopkins and now that there's been a quarterback switch, it's coming to fruition. This isn't a Garrett Wilson problem. This is a Zach Wilson problem. Wrong Wilson. It's not Devontae Adams problem either. All right. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah, uh, this just incredibly frustrating. I know you guys want to put them up there, but you got to temper these expectations when you're making your star set decisions. If not just for these spots, and I've talked about this before, for other places in your lineup where maybe you have to decide if you need a floor or an upswing type of play elsewhere based on your expectations of what you have in your lineup. That's why you need these rankings, you need these projections to be within a reasonable realm and not over-projecting potential in thinking that you have more than what you got. So I've talked about that before in the past. Uh, Jacoby Myers, not somebody I want to try to play this week. I have met wide receiver 38. I know he ran a touchdown in. You want to go ahead and count on that? Be my guest. I'm not playing Michael Meyer or Tyler Conklin. Any other notes for this abysmal of a game here, guys? I would consider Conklin. You would consider Conklin based on what and why? The involvement, I mean, outside, Adam talked about the offense not dumbing down. I think this offense is very dumbed down, Adam. It's Garrett Wilson, Reese Hall, Todd Conklin. That's about three guys who get involved. Todd Conklin's one of the guys who actually Zach Wilson looks for pretty consistently. And as as the quarterback has better, uh, probably the best upside of the whole offensive players in general for the Jets offense. 
Well, yeah. when I say that, I, it's kind of like a dumb down, but not dumb down. You have to be creative about how you get them the ball, but you dumb it down in the sense these are the only people that get the ball. So I think they got one part of that correct, and then it's how well, you get them. They're not creative it, in how they get him the ball. <laughs> a big part of it is they actually have to score touchdowns after more than one play. So far, they have, what, eight touchdowns this entire season, and all eight touchdowns have been on one play. They have not been able to have a drive ending the touchdown yet this entire season. So. That's, that's yeah. uh, again with the Conklin, I'm not. There's no way I'm playing Conklin. I'm not. I'm not considering him at all. He, he's he's had one 12 finish this entire year. He's been tight in 20 most weeks, uh, including just as recently the uh, this past week he was tight in 15. That was the second highest finish of the year. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking the Conklin way either. Uh, let's go to our last matchup 